you know, Lindsay was uh, so fun-loving, and uh, when she was on her happy high, she was she was so much fun, and she had such a following of people. She, one of the things that, um, other than lack of sleep, I always wondered why she was always so tired, but the demons usually come at night when you're alone, and, you know, she had to fight her brain. She used to really like um, different sayings. She'd write, you know, um, inspirational things all over um, her furniture and, and notebooks and you know she was easily inspired by them but you look back and I, I think that you know obviously was a um, a cry for help back then Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in and being a part of the show, being a part of our community, and tuning in each week or, or throughout the week to that whatever we may have going on today's a bit more of a serious subject could be my at least one of my most challenging interviews because of the emotion and because of the serious subjects subject that it is i've brought on rick moore who lost his daughter to suicide and if you have any experience at all with suicide even depression you know how challenging it can be Thing. It starts with depression and then leads into a number of other areas. And then probably the worst thing that could happen is the suicide. Again, it's a, it's a tough subject to talk about. I want to thank Rick so much for coming on and being strong enough to share with us for those that have suicidal thoughts or those that have other types of mental illness. I know it feels like you're very much alone and I, I want you, I hope you get out of this show that you're not alone and there there is help and there are people like Rick fighting the good fight for you. And I hope you consider reaching out, whether you're a parent and you have children going through this or whether you're going through this yourself. Uh, again, you're not alone. And I certainly hope you get something out of this interview. And uh, again, I want to thank Rick for coming on. It was I know it was tough for him. Some of the questions were a bit challenging for me to ask as well, but... It's a great interview, and there's lots and lots to take out of it. So I hope you get a chance to listen. I hope you get a chance to share this with your friends or family because there's a very, very good chance that someone in your life is dealing with suicidal thoughts or mental illness that we don't even know about. So let's get into it. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. We're all about Rick in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Rick. Thanks, Drew. Good to be on. Yeah, it's our pleasure. I, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story here with us before we get started. I know it's a, a difficult subject to talk about. Rick, there's a, a challenge, and it may, may be even growing, and or maybe there's just more awareness around it. I'm not sure, but I think we're going to get some answers today from you through your experiences Tell us, tell us why you're here, and and and, and uh, I guess how can we get started with hearing more about your story? Well, I guess I guess um, how I can start, Drew, is telling you 
uh, how myself and my family were thrust into um, the, the depression and mental health side of things was um, I, I've been uh, um, blessed with four great children, uh, two sons and two daughters, and my youngest daughter, uh, Lindsay, uh, took her life in uh, September 20th of 2015, and and um, um, she suffered from depression, which we really weren't aware about until, you know, five months prior that she took her life. So um, we've been sent down a road that obviously no parent or or um, sister or brother uh, would ever want to go down. Um, so I've spent the last two years, uh, just over two years, um, trying to surround myself and, and find out what would make my daughter um, who had a what perceived to be a perfect life, perfect family, um, what would get her to a, a, a position where she'd take what I say heaven over earth. So, um, and and you mentioned Drew that um, is this is this increasing or is it because we're more aware? I I truly believe in in what we've been doing that um, it's not because of of communicating. It, it is it, it is definitely increasing. Statistics show that and. And it's it's really turned into, you know, almost ep- epidemic proportions. And do you know why, or have any idea why it might be increasing? Well, you know, when after I'm just going to back up a little bit. Before we knew um, Lindsay was suffering all through high school, she had three of her classmates and friends took their life. And I remember Lindsay coming to me, and she would have been, I guess, 19 at the time, in around there, and and. Um, you know, she said, "Dad, this is this is crazy. I, I want to do something about these suicides." And and this is before I knew she was, you know, suffered from it at the time. And and I said, "Well, you know, I mean, 19 year old, it's it's tough to make an impact at school." And I was, you know, um, I look back now and regret my my answer there. But I said, "You know, it's tough for you to on this topic to to do a lot." But I mean. Uh, I can see you're hurting and things like that. So um, she was reaching out. You know, that's one of the signals I was reaching out. But after the death, we said, you know, why was there, you know, in Red Deer, there was a rash of, of um, suicides. And we looked back and, and we kind of, Cindy, my wife, my wife Cindy and I said, you know, what, what are the things that we thought um, – kind of got Lindsay into this, you know, funk kind of thing. And we kind of looked at, Lindsay was a, uh, she, like many of the teens, she lived on her cell phone. Um, that's kind of, you know, the 2011 when they came in strong and, you know, all the kids had them and they're living on social media. So she didn't get her sleep. She was on, I mean, she slept with the phone by her bed. And, and we started looking at, you know, is that, is that um, coincidental, or or could that have contributed to what's happening in our youth? And I, you know, I I truly believe that the new world with with the social media, um, it's got a lot to do with what our youth are battling right now. And is that from just what they're seeing on a regular basis, or that's being un? I'm not sure if this is the word unengaged with with society or what with reality. It, it it does change the way they you know I mean they're doing you know it's proven that um, 
they're feeling more lonely, even though they're, which is weird because they're more engaged. Um, um, they're lacking sleep because of it. They're, um, they, you know, the old days of, you know, I don't want to date myself or anything, but you know, when you got together with friends and, and laughed and got together, there was no perfection there. I mean, you just had fun. Nowadays you got to look like a 10 and uh, beautiful all the time. And, and if you're not, it's, it's spread all across social media. And, and so all of a sudden you've got these teens that if you're not perfect, you're falling behind. And, um, I, I really think the emotion, um, is lacking in communication nowadays for them. As you know, like, I mean, if you email someone or text or, I mean, emotions, you know, 90 some percent visual and, and that's lacking. So communication's taken wrong and, uh, the children are getting put on an island for some reason, and it's. Uh, um, I just think I think we really have to take a good look at, at the statistics that come out from. Two, I know there's been studies, um, you know, from when the cell phones all started. I mean, I, I I do a lot of talks at schools, and and I was absolutely amazed that parents are sending their grade one and two, they've got cell phones. I mean, oh my gosh. to me, that's, it's ludicrous. And, and, you know, it's, they're allowed, your parents are thinking it's a, there's safety because their child's a call away or, but you know, when you mean they got cell phones at that age, they have access to things that, you know, there's no way uh, they should have access to. And I mean, bullying's just another uh, a part of that now, and bullying's, you know, before bullying happened at schools. I mean, at least at least when you left school, it was done, and you got home. And now it's it's twenty four seven that um, the bullies are are bothering people, and I mean they have their own issues. They're, they're bullies for a reason too, right? So we have to. It's there's a lot of complexities to mental health. There's so many layers, um, but uh, I think that accountability has to i i spoke at a uh a high school uh and told our story um a, a high school that Lindsay attended and they had 1700 students there and before i went out and spoke um the principal said there's a student uh has been following our facebook page smiles for Lindsay, and she'd really like to talk to you before you go out and i said you bet so uh my daughter stephanie and i they found a room and and we went in with this girl and, and we said, how are you doing? And she goes, well, not too bad. And she said, I just want to say uh, from my mom, thank you for what you're doing. And I said, from your mom? And she goes, yeah. She says, it's amazing what you're doing with, with Smiles Through Lindsay. And, and I said, well, how are you doing? And and she was a cutter. Um, she tried four times to take her life. And she says, I'm getting bullied on uh, social media, on Facebook. And, and these people are kind of aware that she's probably struggling, but yet, you know, they. So when I went out, I was really angry. Just the reality of this girl who didn't have support from her father, just her mother, and then she had people bullying her. Did you see any looking back? Was there any signs that you maybe thought you should have seen or could have seen if you had more knowledge around the subject? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a really good question because you obviously will look back, and um, 
you know, Lindsay was uh, so fun-loving, and uh, when she was on her happy high, she was she was so much fun, and she had such a following of people. One of the things that, um, other than lack of sleep, I always wondered why she was always so tired, but the demons usually come at night when you're alone, and, you know, she had to fight her brain. She used to really like um, different sayings. She'd write, you know, um, inspirational things all over um, her furniture and, and notebooks and you know she was easily inspired by them but you look back and I, I think that you know obviously was a um, a cry for help back then and she I remember she went to Italy for four months with her best friend and she'd wrote a she'd mailed a piece back to us and again we didn't know at that time and and it 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 was uh, a letter to us, and it um, it, it kind of it reminisced how, you know, what specific things like I remember you taking us as kids to Disneyland when we didn't have a lot of money, and we love you. I love you for what you're doing. Like you read this letter now, and it's it, it's it's hard. It, it was a cry back then, and we just looked at it as a daughter that um, that loved us, you know. And then for like those inspirational quotes that she wrote around her, the furniture or house or probably like scribbled on her notebooks, is that, do yeah. you think that was something that was another sign that she was struggling so she needed to surround herself with something like that? Yeah, I totally believe that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then for... She wrote a... Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, I'm just going to take it a different direction, but if you have something to add, I'd, I'd like to hear it. Well, I mean, uh, we talk about the what ifs in life, and um, uh, Lindsay had lived uh, with us. She had a, bed, a bedroom downstairs, and she'd moved out with uh, four other friends um, early part of in, in the in January, and um, just the uh, she pretty well cleared out a room, but not 100%, but, you know, teenagers are. I call her teenagers, but she was 22. But um, the, the day before the funeral, um, her her best friend uh, offered to do the eulogy, and, and she wanted us to read it, and she came over to our house, and she went down to Lindsay's room um, for the last time kind of thing, and she kind of opened the door, and there was a, there was a, 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 a notebook with words on it, and um, that Lindsay had put there, I think, about two weeks prior when she'd come by our house to visit and we weren't home because she even wrote a little message on the chalkboard that said, sorry, I missed you, with a heart. And uh, and I read this, I didn't bring it today, but I read this letter sometime uh, um, when I speak because it's, it, it wasn't a suicide note, but it was it was a note that, I think if we found to you know when when it was written that it, we more could have been done right it, the reality was there and it it talked about her um, she called herself a coward for not you know um, taking her life she's I'm too much of a coward to do it and and she talked about the pain of of no one taking her serious because when she told us in December of uh, 2014 I was in in the basement and Lindsay came down at one in the morning and and uh, she was crying I said what's the problem and she goes dad something's wrong with me and, and I said what, what do you mean and she said 
I tried to kill myself twice, and I went, what? Like, first time ever. And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, I'm, I don't know why I'm like this. I get, you know, down. And so I said, well, you know, I remember telling my Cindy in, in the morning, and and uh, we said, we're going to get you help, honey. So we, um, Cindy, one of Cindy's coworkers said, you try this one agency. And, and uh, so we sent Lindsay off to this agency and uh, she came back that afternoon and I said, how did it go? And she was crying again. I go, well, what's, what's the problem? She goes, well, the first thing they asked me is how are you going to pay for this? And then they, they slept it off as she's just going um, through, you know, teenage stuff and, and whatever. And she was even originally diagnosed by her doctors going through a phase. You know, and it's because they they tend to hide the fact because of the stigmas that they do it very well. Lindsay did it very well. Like so many people were shocked because they saw this beautiful, vibrant, you know, had seemed to have everything going for him, and yet she hid this evil for so well. She just it's embarrassing. And and I, I bring the one thing up about the stigma because when it, when we even found out in January 2015 that she suffered from depression. As a family, we even kept it quiet. We didn't tell our immediate family. It was almost like a shame kind of thing. And and that's what, um, you know, one of the reasons that I, I do speak and, and, and we're open about about the suicide that, you know, we, we've got to, we've got to squash this stigma. It's, um, um, it just makes them alone and, and embarrassed. Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just at Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. And then what is that what is that like for for you guys? Like do you do, do you guys struggle with depression yourselves? No, not at all. Well, I, I mean, I, when I talk, I've cried every day for, you know, at one time uh, for the last two years. It, some You never know how it hits you that all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, she is gone. And um, I think um, we, we our family is very close and, and we do communicate because I do. I mean, that's a big impact to your two brothers and, and especially your sister, Steph, and um we we make sure they're doing okay. We we're open about it. We talk about it. It's still hard. I can't see videos of Lindsay yet. It's tough enough to see stills of her pictures, but um, uh, it it doesn't get easier. You just learn to cope with it. And I think you know I know my my medicine for this is is the foundation, and and it is raising the money to uh, through Lindsay's legacy because I know Lindsay loved helping people. So I'm. 
uh, I'm going to carry her torch on. And I, that, that's as a father, um, that is my medicine. Um, when I, uh, I, I get uh, messaging through the Facebook page, personal messaging and that are pretty gratifying that they say it's because of, um, us or what, you know, Lindsay, that they're alive to say I got help or I told my parents or, um, it's pretty gratifying that, that you know you are making a difference and uh, I think that's what you know it does get emotional each time but uh, for me I slap myself in the face because it's it's half of what Lindsay had to go through right so I just I truck on and that's my medicine for it. Rick just before we wrap things up here can you tell us about the foundation that you have going on or maybe where people can go if they're having some issues? Yeah, so it, it um, it's through the Red Deer District Community Foundation, and um, it's an endowment fund, a self-directed endowment fund that Cindy and I uh, are mandated to um, give money to mental health and youth, mental health and depression in youth. Uh, so well, the funds raised, um, it, it goes on to perpetuity because uh, it works off the interest. Um, uh, we direct... Uh, Funds, like I said, we gave ten thousand to uh, Catholic school and ten to the public school. Um, we've raised uh, about a quarter of a million dollars so far. Uh, without, I mean, the businesses in Red Deer and area Olds is another fantastic uh, resource for us. That these businesses just come up with fundraising, and uh, we try to attend all of them just for the impact part of it. And it's just we thought it would weaken by now, Drew, but it's. Uh, People are really uh, focusing on mental health uh, right now. So, um, as as much as the money is important, the the stigma part is very important also. So, people can um, donate uh, to Smiles through Lindsay, and it's through as T H R U and Lindsay is E Y. Um, they can, uh, you know, send a check to the Red Deer and District Community Foundation. Smiles for Lindsay, and, and that certainly will be ongoing well after Cindy and I leave this earth, and our kids can take over the, the foundation, and um, it'll never be depleted. It'll always get stronger, and Lindsay's name will uh, always be there. And I, I, I never diagnose anyone. Like I, like I do get lots of messaging through the Facebook page, the private messaging, and um, people going, "Where do I? What do I do?" and um, I mean, one of the important things is, and, you know, our medical people have to wake up a little on this, too, and is the proper diagnosis. And, number one, you are, you know, suffering from depression and anxieties or whatever the the levels are. Um, And it's, you know, I mean, that's why I battle on the the healthcare issue through the government. It's, there's not a lot of resources. It's not like you can get in right away and... um, you know, the people are getting diagnosed through emergency or it's just, it's just so, um, I don't know, it, it, common sense leaves me sometime when you, you just can't see the billions it's costing our society that we're not, con- you know, taking this head on. It's a serious situation. It's not going to get better unless we truly integrate our services and um, saying it's okay. It's okay to to not feel 100%, you know, let's help people. And, and conversation's so big, and it's 
you know, I had a friend that said, my daughter's got to don't tell anyone. And I said, no, no, that's the wrong attitude. You tell people, don't be ashamed. And I think that's how we're going to uh, help this next generation. And I mean, as a baby boomer, we, we blew it really. I mean, we've allowed this to happen for years. And unfortunately, even for me, it, it took a tragedy for, for me to get involved and Cindy to get involved. And, um, but you know, I'm not going to give up and, um, our youth deserve better. There was a documentary done, um, by a local film producer and it went to the Central Alberta Film Festival and it's uh, called Are You Listening? And it's on YouTube. It's a 25 minute documentary. It's got local teen actors and then it's got uh, some quote, uh, some live thing with myself and the priest that did the funeral and uh, Dr. Swan, uh, you know, from MLA in Calgary and, and things like that. And so they can, you can go on YouTube and it's Cash Production, C A C H E. And it, it's, um, I mean, it's very emotional. We, we, when it premiered in Red Deer, we all went as a family because, you know, number one, we, you want to see how people react and, and the, sometimes there isn't a dry eye in the house, but it, right away people started talking after the movie and that, to me, um, that's the impactful thing. It gets people uh, to understand and to talk about it and um, I'm so pleased that, um, you know, I really like it to go in schools. Um, the high schools and stuff that people can see this real, real story that unfolded. Well, we'll link it to the blog or the yeah the blog post that this audio will be on, okay. and then I'll, okay. I'll be happy to check it out or search for it and then share it on social media and have newsletters and such. That's as well, awesome. So. Um, well, it was a, it, totally a pleasure. It was a pleasure meeting you, Drew, and and you know good things come out. Like I was just going out to Olds there, and I got to meet you and and. It's important for the media. The media has the power to do the right thing, and I, I always thank you all for for carrying the message. Yeah, it's our pleasure, Rick. Thank you so much for coming on. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in till the end. Till the end here, I know this is a difficult subject to hear, difficult subject to talk about. My apologies for not being excited here. I always try to bring energy to the show. And uh, I think that, you know, it brings back so much. There's so much emotions. There's so much, brings back so many memories. I think we, we all struggle. We've all struggled. We all continue to struggle and at different levels. And I want you guys to know that you're not alone, whether you're a parent, whether you're a student, whether you're a friend or family member, there, there's so much out there now for help. I mean, I know there's, there's people out there like Rick and, there's other people trying to raise awareness around mental illness, depression, suicide. And I think that if we work together and share like share this interview, go to Lindsay's page and and pay attention to what's going on. She, I was just on there looking, doing some research and seeing what they have going on there. Share some of those posts. Talk about it. It's so important to let people know that it's not you're not like this monstrosity. You're not like someone that is someone that's completely out to lunch or you're not made for this world or this planet there's so much so many of us that feel like we're alone and we can't reach out to anyone and it's just not the case there's people out there that want to help and there's people that can help so if you have any issues at all if you want to need to talk to someone there's a lot of people 
out there. I'd be more than happy to talk to you if you'd like to reach out to me. And if there's any way I can help, please let me know. I was just looking up on this website here, suicideprevention.ca. That's if you're in Canada. And I was reading a book, you know, it was interesting. I picked up, I'm reading a book by Tim Ferriss, and he's a, many people know him as a very successful entrepreneur. And it just happened yesterday, not on purpose, that I was reading his book, Tools of the Titans, by the way. And he talks about how he went through a suicidal stage himself when he when he was trying to graduate through Princeton. And some people might say, oh, you know, big troubles for Ivy League schools. But I think Princeton and Harvard are some of the top schools in the nation that have the highest suicide rates. And those you would consider some of the most successful people in the world are the most successful people that move on to high paid positions and that doesn't mean they're happy and that doesn't mean that we're happy because we come from money or because we have a loving family it's a lot of different things that go on within our head within our mind and without having the ability to share that or express that or talk to someone that might be more rational just within that moment i really think it's the the small things that make the the big difference and in this case tragedies it could be just an instant and or it could be a light, lifelong demons that you're dealing with like Rick was talking about with Lindsay that may be the case so I'm going to leave you with that I want to thank you so much for being here please consider sharing this with your friends talk about this openly all past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com if you'd like to listen to any past shows we do have a free app available on any Apple device and our main website is trueformlife.com that's where we do most of our meal planning recipes grocery shopping lists fitness routines and more to help keep you strong and healthy mentally as well that's it that's all I got I'm out of here as always I'm your host Drew Tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening you've been listening to exploring mind and body with true form life's drew tadia fitness expert to find out more about the show drew tadia or to listen to past shows visit exploringmindandbody.com